Hello and welcome to another episode of Roma Happens Podcast. My name is Graves as usual and I'm joined as usual by Char, aka Andrea Taco Bellotti. Um, how does it feel? How does it feel to have a new name every week, Char? Um, I don't know. I need to refill my medications. <laughs> uh, we are here to talk about Roma after uh, an incredible game against Fiorentina. It was very exciting. This time, Roma kept all the red cards on the pitch. Somebody told them to keep the football on the pitch, so they were like, okay. And they took the red cards that coaches usually get and got them themselves. Um, it was a 1-1 game, uh, except if you ask um, Roma fans, it was 9-11. So Wait, what? You... Well... <laughs> It was nine Roma players. We collapsed pretty hard, too. (laughs) Uh, How do we feel about this game, Char? What's your your first impression? What is the first thing you felt um, after you saw the end result? In your Uh, car? Crashed somewhere, probably. I hate you. Um, I thought Zalewski was a bonehead. I thought the referee... Like, I don't... You know me. I don't really like to blame the referee. But the referee didn't really have a um, how do you say choice? No, they 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 were flip flopping on the calls. Some of the calls, like Zalewski's second yellow, was obviously very soft, and Mourinho posted that one of the Fiorentina players went studs up at a Roma player, and yeah. and Lukaku's red, like obviously, was very deserved, but. Uh, who is it? Tuto, Tuto Della Sport rated the referee at like a five out of ten, and uh, I forget the other one. Who is the other major publication that we use? Football Italia, I believe, rated them like five out of five point five out of ten. So Sorry, very inconsistent. You just named Tuto and Sport, uh, Football Italia as our major sources. Major. I Ooh. read the news. Well. Then if we're going to go by our major sources, Mourinho is about to re-sign with Roma for another three years because we are delighted with his work. We are absolutely amazed with the results he's getting. Uh, getting Dybala and Lukaku and Tammy Abraham and and uh, Christensen and Paredes and Awar and Dika. It's all just a master plan to uh, finish seventh once again. And uh, yeah, I mean, eventually we might buy players that are good enough to finish top four on their own but until then uh yeah yeah trustworthy sources trust the process <laughs> oh my god is jose roma's Embiid? jose is roma's sam presti who's oh my god that's pinto in that case cristante is roma's ben simmons <laughs> oh but cristante no. actually performs unlike ben simmons Renato Sanchez. Um, okay, I so go, I can get behind that. To open to open this episode, we've complained about the referee immediately. Yes. Um, you know me. I'm Serbian. I, I, I'm that one that. the opposite of my <laughs> Jesus. You heard him, bad <laughs> people around the world. Be ashamed, and you might be also Serbian. Um. No, I'm just taking offense to fat Serbians. So, um, yeah, sorry about that. 
So yeah, as I was saying, you know me, uh, I'm Serbian, I like to blame everyone else for everything I do, so I'm gonna blame the referee as well. I think referee was completely the reason why we uh, make all the referees hate us. I think this referee is the reason why we swarm the referee no matter what the call is, why all of our players yell at referees all game long. And I think this referee is definitely the reason why we just keep considering bullshit goals despite uh, never really creating anything. This game, we, despite this referee, created a goal. And then after that... In the fifth minute, no less. We attacked right away. Yeah, it's become a theme of this club. Uh, We attack immediately and then just kind of let the game wither away and... uh, At least now, unlike the previous two seasons, we have tools that will uh, score the goal. Early on, I'm not calling Lukaku a tool, like, you know, like you would call black people tools in America, but um, for four centuries. But in a sense that we have instruments now that will score, that will play to Jose's, um, what do you call it? Symphony, which is attack immediately, score a goal, and then try to shut down and keep the lead, <laughs> which we cannot really do because, I don't know, we suck at defending. Um... So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like we should just look at ourselves first and see why we depend on the referees that much. Um, I don't know. To me, they're just, a, they're just a sign of a weak team and a team that doesn't really know what they're doing. Like, I, didn't, I didn't say that Roma lost because of the referee. I said the referee was very inconsistent in his calls. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. I'm not saying that we lost because of the referee. Yeah, and that's fine. Um, inconsistency is a part of it, and it's part of the game. But I feel like if we had a system, we didn't, we wouldn't really need to rely on anything else, on outside factors. We would just be able to do it ourselves and uh, without anybody's help, and even despite others. And that way, you kind of create good karma, just kind of like Juventus did. Our only. And- The thing is, is the game went stagnant when our only person with any iota of creative uh, technique, Pablo Dybala, went out. You think we were creative with him on the pitch? We were were creative. He assisted on our goal. I mean, besides that, I kind of don't think he did anything. Yeah, no, he... He did. He. We were attacking. We were playing more attacking-minded football, and we were more deadly on the counterattack when he was on the pitch. And then he picked up a knock, went out, and then we're like, okay, we're going to go park the bus, and we're going to settle. Yeah, it's kind of sad that we don't really have any other plan. So, inevitably... It's get the ball, to, it's, it's get the ball to Paulo Dybala, and he will... Basically, pass it to Romelu Lukaku, and then Lukaku has the technical skills of a brick wall and ping it off. And <laughs> the like, the only thing I've seen, like, yeah, he's good at scoring goals, but the thing that I've seen him do the most is he basically just does a basketball box out move and just he has a shit first touch. You know, I'm surprised Americans call basketball basketball. How come you didn't invent something else? Uh, we didn't invent it, a Canadian did. <laughs> I guess. <coughs> um, yeah, Dybala's first touch is horrible, which is, I guess, why we play long balls. No, Lukaku's 
Lukaku's first touch is horrible. Not the ball. Yeah. No, that's... Wait, uh, that's what I meant. Not sure what I said. So, yeah, it's kind of uh, not, not not a great strategy, I guess, but it's just surprising that without Dybala we cannot create anything. Uh, surprising, I guess, in a way that <laughs> it's weird that we have 10 players aside from Lukaku and we can't seem to find a way to get them the ball consistently. Despite having wingers, despite having Al Shirabi come on, despite having Azmoon come on, I don't know. It just uh, it feels strange. Why is Balata in the doghouse? What's happening? I don't know. I think part of it is uh, age or form on the on the um, practice facility. When you got when you got Lukaku and Dybala, I don't think he's really gonna sniff the playing field. But Azmoon for some reason is so. It has to. It has to be something else. I don't know. Quite possible. Um, so Roma has this weird stretch of games where we played Fiorentina. We are playing Bologna next, and then we're playing Napoli. Um, Roma doesn't look like a favorite to win uh, against Bologna or against Napoli. If anything, we seem to be. Very similar form to these two teams. Uh, Napoli is kind of disappointing so far this season. They are actually they have two losses in the three losses in the previous five games. Jesus, and they're one point behind us. Scudetto hangover. <laughs> is it the Scudetto hangover or is it the Rudy Garcia effect? Uh, well, when you lose your coach who won you the Scudetto to go coach the national team, I don't know. You tell me. And you bring in a coach who couldn't even cut it in the Saudi League. Right. Um, and was chased out of Lyon and Marseille. Uh, yeah, I guess. So was Spalletti a genius or, or, or what happens? What's what's the story here? Would you bring Spalletti back if you could yesterday? Uh, no. <laughs> Next question. Would you, if you could, trade Paolo D Dybala for Kevin De Bruyne. Uh yes. But I would we you, don't we don't we don't do trades in football. Would you if you could trade your wrecked car for your car that you um, borrowed? Would you trade your Rick Carsdorp for a new Carsdorp is what you're asking. Um <laughs> uh... Wait, what do you call it when you... Oh, rental. Yeah, rental. Well, I would trade this Carsdorp for a new Carsdorp just because... No, I... Nah. A slightly used Carsdorp. A budget Carsdorp. I think I think Fonseca revived him and we kind of... Enterprise run a Carsdorp. Whereas the previous coach just kind of didn't have a clue what to do with him, so he wasn't really himself. I don't know. I feel Carsdorp has a, has a future on this team. Uh, do you think Christensen played well yesterday? Uh, he did okay. I, yeah. I don't think, like, I think he was, like, the lowest rated player on the pitch. What? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Actually, he's the second lowest. Really? Yes. That's, that's weird. 
He had a 6.48, and Patricio had a 6.45, which I find absolutely nuts considering that Rui, like, Rui is single-handedly the reason that only ended in a draw. You mean the time that they shot straight at him, or the time that they shot straight at him? The time that they shot straight at him. Oh, okay. So, see, he had the wits to position himself in the middle of the goal so that they would shoot at him. Yeah, it, it, it takes skill. <laughs> no, wait, third, fourth worst. Fiorentina had worse players. Than that. Fiorentina had. Yeah, no, they had worse. they had worse players. But I'm talking about Roma players. Ah, then it's on the. Fiorentina is six six six. Somebody called the Spanish Inquisition. Nobody um, expects the Spanish Lorente. <laughs> Nobody expects the hard Allen Lorente. Yes, so, I don't know. I, do, I didn't really mind Christensen. He, I think I he tries too hard. Stupid. But here's my question, though: Is Paredes once again um, a part of a lethargic midfield that does absolutely fucking nothing? <coughs> yes. Or is it not his fault that he has? Seemingly extremely lazy Pellegrini and you know usual Cristante. Uh, Pellegrini is actually shocking. Like yesterday, he did absolutely fucking. Nothing. He had a chance to um, be dangerous once, and then he was just dispossessed immediately. Like he just ran at the goal and never stopped, never did anything until he was dispossessed. It was kind of like he was waiting for it. It's depressing as fuck. I don't like watching Pellegrini anymore. <laughs> Um, it feels like he just doesn't have a clue what he's doing on the pitch anymore. He doesn't really participate. He's just there. He's a body. Yeah, I I don't know what to do, what to think about Pellegrini. It it honestly feels like he's coasting. Sorry. And I feel like honestly, I feel like we're playing better uh, with him not on on the pitch. We have an extra player on the pitch when he's not. Playing. <sighs> yeah. I remember the first couple games of the season, he was suspended or whatever, and it felt like we were playing better without him. And then he came back, and then like it went from like draws to losses. I was like, Ugh, why? But yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think I think the only reason we're keeping around is just because he's Roman, and there's no other. Well, I don't know. Is there yeah, any I other great Roman sense. talent out there? Doesn't he cost us like 11 million a year or something because of the taxes? Yeah. Oh, sure yeah. Is. And they're getting rid of that. I think they're starting that, getting rid of the growth decree next year. Mm. Get ready for Serie A to be a farmer's league. Yay. Yeah, 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 cool. Um... Do we have anything else to add? What was the goal that we conceded? Um, right after Zaleski got his second yeah. second yellow, that was like immediately after after the fact they they just conceded, and I, I was like, really? You go one man down and you just concede immediately. And then Lukaku got his in like the 80th minute. I was fully expecting a third. I'm like, what is this? The Real Batiste friendly? All over again. That was a freaking joke. Yeah. But, we really don't have a good track record against Fiorentina lately. It's not been good. Um, 
What do you it's mean? Kind of, well, we've last year we won and lost to them, but then before that we also kind of I think drew and lost, and before that we lost to Fiorentina seven one in the. In the previous in the previous six meetings, Roma has won sixty six percent of them. Really? Yep. In the previous six. In Serie A, maybe interesting. Yes. What is what does Smalling have a rating? He hasn't played this season. I don't know. Yeah. Um, the goal just felt like a classic Roma breakdown, where. We have so many bodies in the box, and then it feels like we have it all pinned down, and nobody can do anything about it. And then it's just bodies in the midfield. It's kind of like moving through traffic, like mannequins. You know, they're not doing anything. If you move, jump, and header the like ball, it's, you score because nobody else is gonna jump. Nobody's gonna mark you around. I don't know. We have too many players in the box. But, uh... but yeah, that's what they want. That's what Mourinho wants. He just wants everybody to crowd the box. Yeah, yeah. Like, literally, it looks like weird. It looks impenetrable. And then, nah, it's... Stupid. I feel like we can see it goes like that all the time. Where, if it's not through the middle, where we still have a gaping hole. It's just stupid goals. It's uh, somehow ball goes through and then we're left wondering, ah, did this player do this? Ah, oh, look at this guy's fault. It's like when you concede balls like balls, when you concede goals like that, uh, year after year, game after game is you know. The 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 thing about the goal that we gave up yesterday is as I'm rewatching it, there's four fucking people around. And he just heads it home. I'm like, why can't you get a body on him or something? Or, you know, jump for for the ball. They're just if, standing there. Hey, it's coming our way. What do we if, do? If we played um, four-man defense, we would have everybody man-marking. But this way, we, lo we, we crown the box, and then nobody really knows who they're guarding. Like... As I said, they just move through our defense like mannequins, you know? We don't seem to have instructions of like, if you lose this guy, you turn this way, or you guys man-mark and you guys help. It, they're just standing there, and it's such a repetitive behavior from our defense. Honestly, I want Roger Ibanez back. Uh, yeah, that might happen sooner. <laughs> Rather than later, he's not doing really well in the Saudi League, and... Uh, we are looking for a central back. Has there any has any names materialized? Uh, Sole, Solet, whatever, Solet, Solit, S O L E T. Yeah. No, not A S Roma. S O L E T. I don't know. Not a very fast player. He's just a he, he, he's just there. He's called central back on transfer mark. That's pretty much it. Uh, but yeah, there hasn't been too many rumors, I guess. Maybe we can try Samuel Lumtiti again. He's somewhere in France, I believe. Playing for Rennes. Samuel. Do you think that? Um... Lille, he plays for Lille at Fonseca. Oh no. Oh, he plays for Fonseca? Yes. Oh. 
We can bring him back. We can bring Konseka back. We can bring Jonathan David. <coughs> we can bring Jonathan Majors. Give it perfect to fight the referee. Do you do you think that we'll actually get any transfers in the January window? We have twenty. So yeah, we got thirty. We got like twenty, twenty something days. We have. Left. We have to submit the. Um, fuck! What was it? Um, the papers we have to submit for FFP, if I if I'm not mistaken, have to be um, submitted end of February or mid February, something like that, or maybe early February, something in February, and that number cannot be lower than the number you have in September of the same year, so like next season. So basically, you're not allowed to improve your squad uh, season for season. You have to have your squad squad same or lower value than the previous uh, season. So, like, after January transfer period. So that means Roma is cut down on, on, on costs this season significantly. Which means that we can actually still, like, we have room to bring reinforcements in January if we want to, because we, uh, like, we just cannot cross the threshold which was set when the FFP started, whatever that was last year or the year before that. So, like, that that first February cutoff line is the one we cannot we can, we cannot cross, and we are way below that. So, we actually can bring in reinforcements you huh. will probably not find it on google because it took an expert from like financial expert from kia to actually analyze um the ffp and that's what i understood from him you know explaining it several times even he's not sure if it's um related to that first time but i don't think roma would actually decrease their um their wage list to the point of handicapping themselves on reddit the guy who explained it said that it goes year to year but it's not specified it really isn't specified so i would assume it depends on the first initial deal that we made like the first time we we had to announce the the team value so yeah, I think they're gonna bring in reinforcements. I think that's what they opened them. Uh, their their. Do you think? For. Do you think that we'll go in for Marcos Leonardo, or do you think that having Lukaku and Asmoon and all those other and striking and Tommy Abraham? Yes. Do you think we'll go for Marcos Leonardo now that Santos is relegated? Uh, I think. I think Pinto is going to go for for Leonardo and to return Lukaku to Chelsea if we do not get Leonardo now. Um, we will try to go for Lukaku. So I think if we do go for Leonardo, he goes on alone to like I don't know. Usually I would say Bologna but Sassuolo, but we're kind of battling them for <laughs> Europe this season. Not, uh, not the best idea. Then again, if we do give him to Bologna, that might mean that we actually have Thiago Motta uh, coming in next summer. And we're like, here, go work with the coach that's going to, you know, bring you to Roma and shit. So 
that's kind of what I would do if I was planning stuff last year. Be like, hey, Tiago Mota, you want to come coach Roma after Jose is gone? He says yes, you have a secret handshake, and then you say, in January, we're going to give you this Brazilian super talent coming in. By the way, fuck Santos FC, or Santos, whatever. Uh, thank God you got relegated, you morons, and that's what you get for blackmailing your players. They were going down anyway, it's not like... Yeah. Like, I, I get that they want to try and get some money because they're going to suck, but, you know, that's what you get for financially mismanaging your club and having they, they shit, promised, shit time. They promised their own player they would let him go if a certain amount of money came in as an offer, which we did do. And then they were like, oh, well, no, we're not selling you. You cannot leave. We don't have any other strikers. And then they did have a striker, and then they sold a striker to Chelsea for even more money than they would sell Leonardo and said, look, we don't have any other strikers. Chelsea fans have absolutely no fucking idea why Chelsea brought in the dude, but uh, whatever, you know? <coughs> they could have gone for Leonardo themselves, but they did not. Uh, I don't really trust Chelsea's um, scouting department. No, I don't trust Chelsea in general. Like I've said before, Todd Bully spends money like somebody going through a divorce. <laughs> yeah. Reminds me of that episode of Las Vegas where this old dude is just betting on everything and every time he loses he's celebrating and then they're like, what the fuck is happening? We're getting scammed. And then in the other episode he goes, now I'm just getting a divorce. No. <laughs> See, that would be me, but I don't have any money to spend on a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> what if you marry the future Madonna and you know she explodes and you're like I was there give me half the money ah, I wouldn't do that <laughs> do you think that's fair that whole thing of splitting 50% uh, if you don't cover your ass then absolutely they have, they have stuff in they have stuff in place so you can make sure that you walk out with whatever uh, you came in with in the first place. Uh, shoot, they just they just had that last year. Um, shoot, there's a footballer I forget who, but basically he had everything under his mom's name, all his paychecks and all that, and he had a girl, and then the girl like broke up with him or something, and demanded half, and she got nothing because he didn't have it under his name. <laughs> oh, I forgot who it was. Shit, I should do that. I, I feel like he was Mur Oh, was it was it Ziyech? Mm, I don't know. So. He was the guy that was sold to PSG and then sold to Saudi Arabia and then ended up in Turkey. That sounds like a victim of human trafficking, but just trying no, to. No, it was it was Ah <coughs> uh, shoot. Hakimi. Hakimi? Isn't that the Real Madrid guy? Yeah, uh, plays for PSG. Yeah, okay. Yep. Hakimi's ex-wife denied share of fortune as football star's assets found in mother's name. Uh, that's what you get, brother. That's yep. what you get. So, back on topic. So, Solo, I have a lead over Kagaligulari. 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 And uh, I feel like that's gonna that, that's going to imply 
that unless I score five more goals, that for the first time ever, I win our... Uh, what do you call it again? Super simple, no, wait. Super Magic simple Serie A pick'em. Pick'em, yeah, thank you, that's the one. <coughs> cool! I've been doing horribly at that, finishing basically last every single time. And uh, all we ever predict correctly was uh, Inter and Juve winning games. That's what everyone guesses right, and then everything else is kind of crapshoot. Yep. Uh, thanks Lazio for fucking everyone up consistently. Like, Lazio is 10th. Who knew that telling Sergei was going to fuck you up so hard? I can't wait to see what they try and invest with the money. Apparently, uh, Kamada is going to be a free agent. Who? Daichi Kamada. Apparently, Didn't they're not happy with him. Him? him. Huh? Uh, well, no shit. I guess there was one of those, like, revenge buys or whatever. Roma was like, we're kind of interested. Lazio was like, we'll throw money at him and keep him on the bench so you can't have him. Basically, what I read was that uh, Roma was not really interested in him because he was demanding huge agent fees and huge sign-on bonus. So, and his salary demand was like 5 million or something. So, if I remember correctly, it was like 5 million for the agent, 5 million sign-on bonus, and, and 5 million salary, and Roma said, fuck off. So then nobody <laughs> wanted to sign him for a while, and then Lazio was the only ones left interested. And uh, he signed for Lazio for like, I don't know, 3 point something million, I think. I can't remember. But I know it was less money. But yeah, I mean, it's stupid. You're sign teams don't really create systems anymore. They just sign players and regurgitate them because they have to keep FFP happy and they have to keep reinvesting the money they make in order to make more money, in order to survive somehow, which is a ridiculous, stupid system. But hey, as long as there's Chelsea's and Man United's and um, and City Group expanding and buying players left and right, like soon Europe is going to be exporting to India and shit. So, where yeah. do you think the next best next best football prospects would be booming? Uh, Hirona FC. Did they just upset Barcelona? Well, is it an upset when they're first on the table now and seven points ahead? Yeah, but Barcelona was second, right? No. They were fourth. I don't, I don't look at Spanish. They were third, and they're now fourth. Girona are doing it, man. And most importantly, it's not Hetafe, the people who play horrible, horrible time-wasting football. I thought yeah, that how... was the former dictator of Tunisia. Or Libya. Libya, definitely Libya. <laughs> okay. <laughs> took, took me two seconds to get that. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, where is the best prospects going to be? I don't know. If we bring in Tiago Mata or Spalletti, then probably Roma, because if we bring, bring in Spalletti, it's going to be like, hey man, we kind of have money to invest in the squad, but also can you please find some fucking talents? So that we can keep selling and settle adept, but also grow some talents to compete in the Champions League. And it's gonna be like, sure, give me a 10 year contract and then fuck yourself. I feel like we have homegrown talent though, because Pinto's scouting network is really good at getting Primavera players. What was the what was Roma doing for the past 10 years? Grow talents or buy some cheap talents and then sell them for big. 
We don't Rome sell is not a anymore. supermarket. We don't sell anybody anymore. We don't have those players who like perform well for one or two seasons and then they leave and then there are nobodies. We don't have Bertolacci's and um, what was his name, the idiot who went to Milan and then to Lazio. Crap, I forget. I don't know. Uh, the defender guy, uh, Romagnoli. We don't have any more guys like that who are like performing really well in Primavera and play a few games for Roma, and you're like, shit, they're gonna be the bomb. Pellegrini was that, and then <coughs> not really. Zalewski, and then he kind of is flaming out. Bove might be, and who wants Bove? Udinese and Sassuolo. <laughs> That's not PSGs of the world, you know. Yeah, we have youth that perform well on a youth level, and then we don't bring them over to the senior level really well, because we don't have a system in place. We don't have... You know, if you're a kid being slotted onto a team, you are supposed to be something... Sp like, you're trained to be your position in like, the first seven years of you playing football, or how many ever years, however many years. And then you come to the big boys, and then Jose says, "Okay, forget you know, forget everything you know. Just run down this line the entire game." And that's good for the first two games, but then after that, you kind of suck because it's not football. It's not instructions. Depends. Depends. If we have a good coach, Roma can actually be that because again, we have a good Primavera. Otherwise. Inter and Juve, they're the ones who keep churning out good talent. But Juve is kind of going through a change, so maybe they'd start keeping their talent more and more. If they don't gamble again, Inter tends to keep their talent as well, so I don't know, I'm not sure. Pinto is the one that's obsessed with youth and uh, bringing like international talent to Primavera nowadays. So, I don't know, we're in a good position, we just need a coach for it. So yeah. What do you think? Who is the well, best young player coming out of China? Don? Wait, Char? Best young player out of China. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, we got El Char way back. <laughs> he was younger at the time we got him back, so I guess he counts. A few years ago, he was younger than he is now. Right. <laughs> Follow so, along for more life facts. <laughs> um, so, I wanted to bring this up because I feel like your memory is still fresh in this. Um, today, I had some argument with certain people. You know, what else is new? And um, they basically said, yeah, Roma should be happy with the Conference League. And I was like, well, would United be happy with winning Conference League? And people's response was generally, why are you comparing Roma with Man United? Well, what was your findings? Do you remember? What did we find about comparing Roma and Man United? Historically, you can't compare the two. Um, in the last 10 seasons, though, you can. I believe it was uh, Roma had like before, 107... Before, wait, wait, before you go, before you go on... Um, Obviously, PL is way richer than Serie A, and based off of that, we're kind of like comparatively. Yeah, United is way richer than Roma, but Roma kind of overspends on both salaries and players in recent years, as does United. So, like, 
comparatively Roma for Serie A can be something of United for EPL. United are still kind of ahead probably, but Roma is finishing seventh and spending money on Lukaku and Dybala and still paying Pellegrini billions of dollars every week. So yeah, okay, go on. The uh, in the last ten years, ten seasons or whatever, I started uh, twenty. Uh, what was it? 2012 to 2013, up to 2022 to 2023, because those were full seasons. Uh, I was only able to look so far at the domestic titles and all that, but uh, if I remember correctly, in the previous 10 seasons, Manchester United had like 177 points, and Roma had 175. So two points behind. Yeah, they were. It was. I want like worst worst case scenario without having to research. I believe it was United was only ahead by like eight points, and worst case scenario, uh, United was ahead by two points. So and wait, Ferguson retired in two thousand thirteen, which means that yes, the first season you took is the last season United played under him, and that's the one where they where he retired. And it's the one they finished 5-5 against West Bromwich Albion, I think? Yes. Alright. So, anyway, I looked and the I looked also at uh, where they finished respectively in their leagues. And wait, in the, wait, wait, sorry. <laughs> Lukaku scored three goals that came for West Bromwich Albion. Oh my god. <laughs> Time is a flat circle. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay, let's go. So I did some more research to see where they placed and all that. And in the first season uh, that I picked, the 2012-2013, uh, Manchester United finished first. And they've since then, they finished second twice. And Roma has finished third twice. The lowest that both teams have finished is seventh. So, I think that for the sake of the argument that was happening in that discussion board, in the last 10 years, which is more than enough time, in my opinion, that Manchester United and AS Roma are basically the same club domestically, results-wise. Not, like, historically, they're not even close, but... In the last 10 years, Manchester United and Roma are essentially the same club. Yeah. United played the finals against Sevilla and lost, right? I think they lost. Yes. They didn't win. And we played against Sevilla and didn't win in the same fucking tournament. We won Conference League, and I think United won the Carabao Cup for the... Some whatever English fucking cup, English league, which nobody cares about either, so it's kind of comparative, I guess. Uh, not really international, but, you know, if English clubs are international to Italy, then I'm just kidding. But I'm pretty sure they beat Leicester on the way there. Um, For the Carabao Cup? What, what, uh, what season you know, are you talking about? FA Cup. Um, I think it's FA Cup. 
crap. We should have researched this immediately. Or was it FA Community Shield? Uh, whatever. I know that they won something. Oh, wait, 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 wait. FA Cup 2016, wasn't it? Basically, it's a joke because the Car I believe it's the Carabao Cup that nobody gives a shit about anyway. They just trot out their. their Bench players. Yeah, they, they they beat Crystal Palace in the finals. I permitted it to Leicester City. Um, so, kind of, I guess, comparative success, same amount of titles and um, whatever. They won they won the Europa League in sixteen seventeen. Oh, did they? They did. Uh, they also won uh, the FA Cup in fifteen sixteen. They won the English uh, League Cup in sixteen seventeen, and then they won the English Super Cup sixteen seventeen, thirteen fourteen, and eleven twelve. Yeah, but <coughs> but yeah, my point my point stands like they've won more, but I feel like there's more opportunities to win silverware in England than there is because we have what the Coppa Italia and then the Super Cup of. Right. So, if I'm not mistaken, the 2016-17 was also under Jose. Um, comparatively, yeah. Comparatively, I feel like Roma and United are very, very similar teams. But, like, sentimentally to the fans, uh, United should be competing for Champions League based on, you know, their glory, their history, their um, finances, spendings. And... They should be competing for winning the Premier League, right? Roma kind of always wanted to compete for Scudetto, but we were kind of always there, second or third, barring some disastrous years where we finished like eighth or seventh. Last, what, six years, six seasons? Um, we haven't really been able to compete, but we were in Champions League, we were still playing Champions League. So... Uh... I feel to us Roma fans, we've kind of like watered the expectations down, and it's now just qualify for Champions League. Don't finish last in the group. That's pretty much it. Like we would like to go into the playoff rounds of the Champions League, but some fans might might prefer just trying to win the silverware in the Europa League, and that's whatever. It comes to personal preference. Um, I feel both Roma and United are very, very, very far off their. Um, respective expectations and fans have to lower expectations down and that feels like something that came with Joseph for both teams ironically because when they started winning those trophies that nobody gives a shit about you know Europa like is United really proud of winning Europa League like, can they like fans would go and say well look who was playing for us Dale Dublin and Matteo Darmian and Chris Smalling and Valencia and Ander Herrera and you know Pogba and Fellaini like I'm sorry do you expect to win Champions League with this team same as what we are doing right now you know uh, Cristante and Pellegrini and Dami Abraham sorry do you expect to win with this team like well you know maybe maybe we kind of wanted to create a Champions League team so yeah, very similar teams, very similar position as well, and um, under the same manager, we both both 
both teams just kind of, I don't know, lowered their expectations. Which you might say Jose is like a realist who does the reality check. But then what the fuck was Fonseca? Was he really football god who elevated the trash squad to the same heights we have now? Like, <laughs> I don't know. What, what what exactly are other coaches doing with United? Because they had similar results before and after Jose. Not really different. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, United is kind of you know, its own animal, like I said. Historically, it's a very, very important club historically, but most of that was, I would argue, due to Sir Alex. Um, Jose came in, I believe that Jose had his best stint um, in the Premier League, not with United, but with uh, Chelsea. Yeah. yeah. So, First you know. First time around, especially. Yeah, especially the first time around. But I feel I feel that Mourinho now I I feel like he's just so um how do I put this? He's so tactically stiff. People have him I feel like people have him figured out. He doesn't doesn't adjust. And it's kind of evident with Roma. Yeah, we've we've kind of gone on a winning streak right now. It's just kind of ugly to watch and we like somebody pointed out to you we're unbeaten and the league in eight of our last nine games and that only that one loss happened against feel, Inter which is expected so, it feels so paper thin it feels like you can poke your finger through those results like it it doesn't feel like when somebody says that you're like oh shit that's true so why do I feel like we've lost all of them like you know it doesn't feel like we win games it feels like it doesn't feel like we won them, but at the end of the day, results are results. We got, we got the, we either got the win or the draw, and it doesn't, it doesn't feel right. But it's like, it's just defensive, and that's all that happens. We have, we have a pretty good attack. I would say it's probably in the top three on paper in Syria, and they go, they get a goal. And then we just sit back and defend. And it's just really ugly. Unfortunately, that's what's been getting results. It's not beautiful to watch by any by any sta- uh, any standards of the imagination. But it, it's got the results. And at the end of the day, Roma is sitting fourth on the table. It's, it's ugly. I... Last season when we were watching Europa League, we shit housed against uh, who was it? Bayern, Leverkusen. Bayern, Leverkusen. Yeah. Yeah, we shit housed against them, and it was at that moment I was like, oh my god, this is so beautiful watching how bad we shit housed against them. So like they would not stop talking about it. They were so upset to like get up and play football. We were playing so much anti-football that it unironically was beautiful to watch. And I'm almost to that point again where I understand that we're not... I understand that the best offense is a strong defense, but our defense is not anywhere close. And it just part of it just scares me watching us defend and i and that's what it is is 
you watch Chris Dante back pass. I'm pretty sure that Rui has the most touches on the ball. Uh, from passes <laughs> passes back from our defense, and no. it's it's kind of <laughs> and it's frustrating to watch. But they're like, we want to play out of the back and just skip and skip over the midfield and go straight to Lukaku or DiBala. And the thing is, is that they get the ball, and like I said, DiBala, uh, Lukaku has just no touch with the ball it just pings off of him and it's how many times are you gonna bring that up i know i know it's i'm beating a dead horse but that's all the that's all that the game is it's just kick it up field it comes back with the opposition we defend we kick it up field and i i don't know i understand it's frustrating to watch but like i said at the end of the day we're sitting fourth on the table and we have a really challenging schedule coming up going into January. And we need to, unfortunately, we need to just hunker down and defend. And honestly, after watching the Fiorentina game and uh, Dybala picked up an injury, Lukaku has a red card, Zaleski has a red card. I don't see us playing to win. I see us playing to not lose for the next two games. Yeah, like if this was a warm-up win against the Solo and draw against Fiorentina, we have Bologna coming up, who are excellent. Napoli, they're are... undefeated at home. That's the part that I'm. That's the part that I'm concerned about. Is they're undefeated at home since like September? They had one loss, and everything else been after that. It's been a win or a draw. Yeah, I mean, and they're they're equal on points with us right now too. We're doing pretty good at home. Last loss was against Milan. <coughs> and then 2-2 hits Salernitana to start the season. Um, Yeah, after after that we have Napoli, who's kind of shit, I guess. I don't know, they're weird. Sometimes Anyways, good, sometimes shit. We have Cremonese January 3rd, you know, to spice the season, because why the fuck not? And then Atalanta again at home. And then we go back to... Uh, we go back to Milano to play against the Milan. And uh, a big fuck you to Matteo Bonetti. Fucking degenerate, you should be fired. Um, and yeah, that's 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 a really nice stretch. And if we win all of those games, we're going to be like third. If we lose all those games, we're not going to be in top 15. So, fun times. I don't know, we have way too many teams nipping at the heels. And uh, we have what, 25 points? Frosinone is 12th, Sassuolo is 18th right now with eight, uh, 13th with 18 points. 7 point difference to the 13th spot is nothing. Lecce is still pretty in, much in there with 17 points. And for Roma, the points mean nothing. Like you'd think, ah, oh, yeah, 8 point cushion, that's fine. No. <laughs> if we remember last year, where for like three months nobody went to top four, Roma was like, just, we needed like nine points in ten games or something. No, not ten, but like we needed nine points in, I don't know, six games to like firmly be fourth. And we got like two points out of five games. It's like, points don't mean anything, so things could go really badly. Um, even think... if we defend, you know, remember what you wanted to say because I just want to say this: when you were saying about our defense, I 
sometimes watch other teams and every time the ball goes into the into the box i'm like right, here we go here's a goal and then they just clear it very easily and i flinch every time ball goes into a box because i'm just expecting it to be an automatic goal because roma has gotten its fucking conditions to poor shitty defending <laughs> i don't know but yeah sorry i think uh, i want your opinion do you think that Roma will uh, get thirty-eight po- uh, more or less than thirty-eight points in our in in the season for the season? remainder of the season? Oh, the rest of the season. Uh... Do you think that like right now we have twenty-five? Do you think that they'll get uh, more or less or equal to thirty-eight points for the rest of the way? That would mean that would mean that uh, with four more games to go, that's sorry. No, there, I mean like in, in I know, the I know, end. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know what you mean. Let me just do the math. So the difference is thirteen with four games to go. So that means two and a half points more for the first half of the season. Um. Or 2.4, 2.5 point. Um, no, no, not really. So you think that they'll get less than 38 points for the remainder of the season? I guess it depends on reinforcements, maybe. Like, if we do get some different... Like, I, who do we even get? We need to get rid of the entire midfield, bring in new midfield. Like, I don't know. Yeah, but you can't do that. <laughs> Especially in January. January is just where you tweak it. You identify, this is what we need. And we can we can make a push from here. And you, you want to overhaul the whole thing in January? No, I don't think we will. I think we're right now on pace to get 63 points. And that is even without Jose throwing in the towel to go for the Europa League trophy. And that's also without... Uh... The big January and February collapse, which is always coming for all teams in Italy, especially Roma, always. And if you don't believe that, well, just check out last February's results. Um, or don't if you don't want to fucking blow your brains out with a shotgun when you remember those games. Um, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think we get 38 points. I think other teams might. I think Bologna, Napoli, or Fiorentina get their shit together. It's like Atalanta's right now really doing really poorly but they're the only team that doesn't get affected by the winter shit the winter curse as Spalletti calls it because they push through it they're really well physically prepared <coughs> so um so rough roughly we would be averaging point the rest of the way to get to the 60 to get to 63 points on the season Mm. Ish. Or, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like we finished around 60. I feel that's kind of realistic now. But again, it depends on reinforcements. But again, our defense is not a problem. The goalkeeping is a problem, but not really a problem. Midfield is a problem because it does nothing. And I don't think it really matters who we bring in because it's the system that makes midfielders kind of useless and 
if you give Jose four attacking midfielders, he still would just make them play defense or right backs or left wing backs. Um, I, I don't know. I just don't see it happening. Just because last year we were on the pace to finish fourth, and then Jose threw the top threw in the towel at like match day thirty one or something. I forget. Um, I don't know. It's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. I feel our results right now, our points are better than they seem, and I think that's based on uh, on other teams underperforming. Like we are fourth. Yeah, sure. That's that's great. We're four points behind third, and that's with Napoli, Fiorentina, Atalanta, and Lazio behind us. All of these teams, except Fiorentina, finished above us. Bologna is in here in the mix. Monza is here in the in the mix with some nasty results recently, and so is Atalanta. Um, I don't know. I don't think Roma's played the worst teams yet. We played Milan, who were kind of in poor form and still lost. And what we played Lazio, and that was the worst game of all time. Uh, I know some people saw it as a moral victory that we didn't win, but Lazio didn't. We didn't lose either. Uh, Lazio didn't lose at home. Yeah. Undefeated. <coughs> By the way, I hate. I absolutely hate that people are just lowering their standards for Roma. Like we're supposed to keep like. Don't tell me, oh, Roma hasn't lost in how how long. I don't care. I'm really happy that we haven't lost to uh, Lecce or Udinese or Sassuolo or Fiorentina, teams that we would fucking destroy with Borja Mayoral and Gonzalo, Gonzalo Villar leading the attack with Amadou Diawara walking around. When people were saying, oh, Gonzalo Higuain is too shit for Roma. Let's have Borja Mayoral. He sounds cool. He's Look, he scored seven goals for Real Madrid last season. Fucking hell. Karim Benzema is too old to play for Roma. <laughs> Whatever. Uh... <coughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, I... <laughs> I, I I'm finding I'm finding like joy in my own misery watching Roma. I guess it's kind of like I feel like a Joker. Like I don't know, man. I feel like the Joker in the in a sense that I'm laughing oh my at my own God. pain. Whenever Roma loses, I'm like, "Ha! Ah, we're so shit." And as cringe as that is, I just feel like Jack Nicholson's Joker. You know, when he's laughing at his own degeneracy. So. Uh, Seven, four, and four. <laughs> That's our record right now. Fifteen games played, we have four losses and four draws. That's not a successful team with any solidarity. And by the way, mind you, this is a team that's been heavily relying on Dybala and Lukaku being healthy. Dybala hasn't missed more than, what, two games in the last 12, if I remember correctly? And Lukaku is about to miss his first or second game. Again, I can't remember. Like, he hasn't really missed many games. So, yeah. I don't think that's going to last a whole fucking season of Dybala just not being injured. He's injured right now. Yeah, he's he's, he's played uh, 60% of the available minutes that he's uh, had available to him. And that's with, like, just, you know, subbing him out at 60th minute because we need to preserve him and we have the lead. 
Yep. Shit like that. And getting knocks and injuries and stuff. Like, I don't know. I feel like Jose is actually managing that quite well, but not like in the first season here where we had no injuries whatsoever in the in the whole fucking season. Like, Mkhitaryan, who just had injury after injury, just played the whole season and shit. But yeah. Anyway. Thoughts, predictions, Roma, Sharif, uh, Thursday. Laundry basket. Long Drew Basket. Long. Landland Basket. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I think we're just going to back them up neatly, fold them, and uh, score like a goal or two. And it's going to be a boring game that we will kind of play as like, ah, shit, these kids are kids. These kids came to play, and I'm bored. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, nothing would surprise me out of this trauma right now. Like, if we fucking lost, if we won 5-0, I don't know. Nothing surprises me right now. I, I feel we're in such an unstable place, despite the results, despite everything. We can get seven red cards in a game, or we can just play clean and win. I have no fucking idea anymore. I, want, I just want to see some consistency, and we're incredibly consistent and at being inconsistent give me your predictions you're probably gonna say something more logical roma 2 sharif 1 okay <laughs> okay let's let out of the next games that we have to play against atalanta and juve and inter or whatever the fuck um napoli juve atalanta milan Bologna. How many do we win? Out of Bologna, Napoli, Juve, Atalanta, Milan. That's five games. <coughs> Bologna, Napoli, Juve, Atalanta. Ah, uh, honestly, two, two, two out of five. My honest expectation is zero. <laughs> My optimism is two. I can't see them. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be uh, Napoli and Atalanta. And other than that, it's going to be losses. It's not even going to be a draw. Maybe. I think by, by January 14, we are going to be calling for Jose's head. I think it's going to be so bad. I think we're just going to run such a shitty streak that it's gonna be horrible and if you lower your expectations you cannot feel it <laughs> how is that is that positive enough that's positive enough <laughs> well do you have anything else to shout out uh no cool me either right now. Uh, shout out to Sparta Praha for qualifying for nothing. I don't know. I think they have a deciding game uh, this week, and I guess I'll be listening out for Sparta fans. Um, surprisingly, teams in Prague are like always sold out. Like their stadiums are fucking sold out. It's really weird. I wasn't expecting that, but local league is making a comeback. They're kind of increasing their quality and shit. So that's cool. That's cool. Um, 
I'm looking forward to somehow playing against uh, Sparta Prague in the playoffs of Europa League. Because, <laughs> you know, we've, we've already played against Slavia, why not add more to the drama? Why not add more to the issues with the Czechs? And that's my shoutout. Um, Sparta Prague, once fallen giant of Central European football. Fuck off, Char, go do whatever you want to do. Go work, go sleep, go do something. This has been enough for today. Bye. Black rain, citizen king, talking black rain, black rain, black rain, peace to in the game, black rain, black rain, through the struggles and the strain, black rain, black rain, elements of mind to feel the rain from behind, black rain, black rain, peace to in the game, black rain, black rain, through the struggles and the strain, black rain.